the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. For the SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden pushing Congress to support a bipartisan Senate deal on the border and Ukraine aid. The president has weighed in on proposed legislation that he said would be the toughest and fairest set of reforms to secure the border ever. He also pledged to use a new emergency authority to shut down the border as soon as he could sign it into law. But House Speaker Mike Johnson suggested the compromise could be dead on arrival in his chamber. The White House is seeking $110 billion in emergency funding for Ukraine, Israel, and immigration enforcement, while Republicans are demanding changes in border policy. Greg Clugston reporting. The president of Italy sharply denouncing rising anti-Semitism and delivered a powerful speech in support of the Jewish people that he commemorated on Holocaust, a Holocaust Remembrance Day. This is SRN News. Mark Levin sees yet another power grab. This is an attack on the First Amendment. This is an attack on our electoral system. What you're seeing here, Jack Smith, at the behest of Merrick Garland, are seizing the electoral power from the American people in Congress for themselves. They are seizing the power to decide what will and will not fly in election. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. With the Patriot Half-Off Deals program, you can start saving 50% or more on great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. All you have to do is visit our website at am1280thepatriot.com. Make sure you click the Half-Off Deals icon so you can start saving money today. From the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios, tonight's low around 26 degrees, mostly cloudy skies, while Sunday warms up, partly sunny, high nearing 40. And for Monday, mostly sunny, high around 43 degrees. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My colleagues, Brad Carlson, tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Jack, the new guy, Tom Zack, coming up one hour from now here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And, of course, King Banyan, charter member, going back to the earliest possible days of the Narn, back when it was just a bunch of us sitting around a table at Keegan's Irish Pub on Trivia Night going, hey, wouldn't it be cool if some station hired us to do a show? <laughs> Joke's on the world. And here we are, almost 20 years later. Uh, King Banyan, of course, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, we're the Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating the Twin Cities media world, making it look easy. Because to us it is... 
as many other imitators have tried, it, that's not as easy as it looks. You, you pretty much got to BS to pretend to BS. Anyway, so uh, good news if you're applauding the, the ongoing erosion and collapse of our corrupt, agenda-driven, utterly entitled media. I, I try to give journalists a fair shake because there are some good reporters. I mean, there are some good individual reporters out there, and, and not just the ones that I repeatedly applaud as being the good ones, the, the ones on the conservative alternative media side, your Rebecca Brannons and your, your, your Liz Collins and the folks from Alpha News. There are good reporters out there, and I, and, and I realize that a good media, a media that actually does the job of telling the whole story, regardless of partisan affiliation, is essential to having a democracy. It, it truly is. A, a media that is essential, uh, that actually does the job the news media is supposed to do, is essential for a democracy. I mean, here's one factoid that I... I like to throw out at people who bash all media all the time. And that is, in human history, there has never been a famine in a place that had a free media and a free market. Because the information gets out about what's going on with the food supply, and the market responds. Yes, it raises some prices. Yes, people respond. Yes, they switch their habits. Panic is averted. Hoarding is alleviated. People go and find other supplies, or or the market supplies the food where it's needed. You look at every famine in the last 100 to 200 years, since the dawn of free markets and a free press, and every single one of them, without exception, took place in a place and time where the free market had been abrogated and the press was either non-existent or tame puppets of the government. And I'm talking everything from famines in China in the 1960s and 1970s, famines in India going back through the 1950s, going back to World War II when it was still controlled by the British, and the British censored media coverage to avert panic as the Japanese were invading India from Burma, causing disruptions in the food supply, which, by the way, was not a free market, and... uh, caused hoarding and destruction, distortion of supply and 2 million dead people in a place controlled by Great Britain. The untold story, one of the, the worst untold stories of World War II, and one that's directly applicable to the whole idea of why we need free markets and a responsible press. And the press we have today at large, I mean, talking about the institutions of the press, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the L.A. Times, the Chicago Tribune, uh, the Minneapolis Star Tribune, Channel 4, 5, 11, 9, Minnesota Public Radio to a, what I once would have said, lesser extent, but their standards have eroded drastically in recent years. And I, I used to sing Minnesota Public Radio's praises, at least the integrity of their newsroom. Um, I whisper the praises now, and I'm re- reevaluating that every every year. Uh, they, they're not as bad as channels 4, 11, 9, and the Star Tribune. That's a low bar indeed. And I left off channel 5 because while they're largely no better than the 4, the 11, and the 9, they at least have Tom Hauser, who does a good job of covering both sides of the fence. 
And one of the so I acknowledge the fact that we need democracy needs a media that reports on all sides of the issue dispassionately. I don't even care if you have bias. For example, all of Europe's democracies have media that is open and honest about its political biases. You go to the UK, you know the Times are affiliated with the Tories, and they will give you news that, that is written from a Tory point of view, but tries to cover the news fairly. And in any case, if you see something unfair, you can at least account for the fact that the paper is written from what passes for a conservative perspective in the UK. Likewise, the the Guardian is written by uh, is it's it's actually started out as a Labour Party newspaper, if far left by modern standards. You can filter their news and their coverage by the by these facts as you know about them. This is true all over Europe. Uh, Die Zeit in Berlin. It's it's part of it's aligned with the Social Democrats, the Frankfurt Allgemeine. It's affiliated with the CDU, which is used to be considered fairly conservative. Now you've got the the Alliance for Deutschland. That's um, they don't have a newspaper yet, but or at least they're not a not a major one. But at any rate, you get the idea. They're honest about their biases. You can take them into account. American newspapers, at least the mainstream media, has lived under this fiction, and for the last. 30 to 40 years, it has been uh, not just fiction, but kind of bad joke fiction that they take everything right down the middle. And it's, it's, it's part of the myth of the American media that you probably learned in journalism class if you took journalism class, as I did in, well, was it 1981? So, yeah, 22 years ago, I, I, I took the class. And, and they said, yeah, you, 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 you detach your biases from there's no such thing as objectivity. Objectivity is a myth. But detachment, honest detachment, is, in fact, doable. Good reporters do it. And there are good reporters uh, who don't work at ideological papers like Alpha News uh, or, on the other side, the Minnesota Reformer. There are good reporters uh, in all three three areas. I mean, the explicitly left, the explicit right, uh, reporters who do their best, whatever that may be, to do a thorough job of covering news from their political point of view, and a few in between at the mainstream media papers that do do their level best to, to try to cover the news fairly, honestly, impartially, and with their own biases as detached as possible, allowing for the fact that objectivity is a myth. They still try and tell both sides of the story. But there ain't many of them left, and they're getting rarer and rarer. And at the big papers... Uh, they're, they're getting rarer still as the big papers, your New York Times, your Washington Post, your Chicago Tribunes, your big outlets like the big three networks, CNN, uh, National Public Radio, have swerved so far into advocacy there's just no point in even saying they're even remotely detached. They, they advocate a point of view. And you know it, no less than you know it by reading the, the, the Guardian or you know you're reading, you're reading something that's aligned to the left, but they will insist, even as they lie through their teeth about Republican politics and as they carry the Democrat Party line down to the last dotted I and cross T, that they are the ones who play it right down the middle, every blessed one of them. The ones who are not roiling in absolutely toxic entitlement. We'll come back to them in a moment here. I want to talk more about them because the news this past week from Los Angeles was 
either chilling or heartwarming, perhaps a little bit of both. But let's uh, go to the phones. Minneapolis, Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance. You are live and on the air. Well, I was going to, before I bring up the thing you were talking about last hour, you did forget to mention also Walter Durante under Stalin, when he was covering Stalin as far as famines. Uh, I, 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 know, only, I only have a two-hour show. When reading... What? I only have a two-hour show. I get you, you duly noted. Walter Durante was a was a was was a toxic example of the whole thing long before it became the the norm at the New York Times. But you're absolutely right. Anyway, sorry. No, carry but on. I was going to say something about your effectiveness of signs, which is, I know when I put up a sign on my lawn that said "Dogs need to stay off the grass," every one of them, you know, did go to the other person's yard. Of course, yeah. it helped that uh, guys did have leashes on their dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No signs are are great are great at, uh, at at modifying the behavior of those who are, are are prone to having their behavior modified positively. Problem with criminals is that's not something that's a part of their life. Show me example of an actual criminal, not an honest person being urged to stay honest, but. A criminal changing their mind because of a sign. And I'll show you someone who's probably not really a criminal and certainly not one of the people who are the problems in uh, in our society, especially in places like Minneapolis, especially on places like metro transit buses and trains in Minneapolis and presumably around the metro now. So we're talking about the mainstream media. And I, I, I'd like to come back to them because the, the level of entitlement – that it takes to be a mainstream media journalist is something that I, I've i always known. Because I, I grew up in one form of media or another. I spent my teens in radio. I spent a good chunk of my 20s as a freelance print reporter. Uh, I spent the last 20 years doing this, which is perhaps the ultimate social medium. I, I have a perspective on this, and... I'd be interested in hearing yours as well. 651-289-4488. Let's take a quick break. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back as uh, we continue. Second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Are you tired of being told to hang in there on the Wall Street roller coaster because the market always comes back? Meanwhile, fees continue to be deducted from your account while your retirement withers away. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In the film, you'll see how Wall Street's traditional retirement plans and 401ks have failed Americans. But more importantly, you'll discover the solution to protecting your hard-earned wealth and retiring successfully. You'll see how to grow money potentially double digits, beat inflation with increasing income, and when the next market crash hits, 
you lose nothing. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. Plus, I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 800-578-3535-800-578-3535-800-578-3535. I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Chances are she's listening to you right now. But Alexa has a lot of competition. Google Nest or Amazon Echo are two of the best. All you have to do is turn it on and tell it to listen to what you want. This radio station, of course. When she hears our name, we start play. Remember, it's as simple as Alexa. Play Freedom Radio Minneapolis. Freedom 1570. Just say, play Freedom Radio Minneapolis. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Don't forget, Freedom Fan Club members get premium content on demand access to your favorite local shows. Just click podcast at am12athepatriot.com. There you get access to a deep archive of interviews, conversations on all the stuff that's been going on during that particular week, and other hot topics and important issues. By the way, Jack, Brad, and I are heard at that same podcast, so you can listen to all of our broadcasts going back for a long time. Oh, check it out, am12athepatriot.com slash podcast. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Remember to call should you care to join us, Northern Alliance Radio Network. So we're talking about the mainstream media, and it's deep. I mean, the real subject isn't the deep sense of entitlement. Oh, that's just something that that comes with the territory. I mean, there's you never see someone quite as annoyed in my experience. Not all of them, but a distressing number of Twin Cities uh, reporters of all stripes at all levels seem to get really annoyed by the fact that you questioned them in any way. I mean, I mean I, I've used the phrase self-appointed high priests of information because that's kind of what they, many of them come across as. They, they seem to think that they, they, they're the clerisy. They're the ones with the, who are the revealed word of truth, and anyone who questions them must be sort of, some sort of heretic. 
Nick Coleman was uh, the late, I should say, Nick Coleman was a was a great example. So when I say great example, I mean noxious and wretched example of this. I mean, we you had a lot. He started trying to do some reporting. This is going back almost twenty years now. Uh, he's since left us. Uh, sorry to say, and again, all sympathy to his family. Uh, but he started doing some reporting on schools and, and, and what an awful thing school choice and charter schools and homeschooling were. And, of course, a lot of us parents, and I was one of them, who had opted their kids out of the public schools and gone into, in my case, the charter system. Many others have gone to the homeschool route. Have some expertise in the field that Nick Coleman, with all mm-hmm, due respect, completely lacked. It was not something he'd done in his life. He had come up through, I believe, the Catholic school system. Uh, I believe that's what he used to jabber on about here. I don't know if he went to public school. I believe he was a Cretan-Durham Hall guy. And like a lot of people uh, on the left, he said, well, public schools are good enough. Public schools, in fact, are essential to democracy, which is a half-truth at best. It's actually a literate population who can think critically is essential to democracy. I'll discuss the subject of whether our modern schools actually work to provide that in a whole separate subject coming up soon here. I'm dying to have a chat with Walter Hudson about that after the happenings this last couple of weeks here. But Norm Coleman responded, uh, Norm Coleman, Nick Coleman, the late columnist for the Star Tribune and multiple failed talk show host, uh, rest his soul, uh, were... Uh, took umbrage of the fact that a bunch of us mere impudent bloggers, impudent bloggers, dared to question him on this. Because, as he said, I know stuff. I uh, I covered city council meetings, and I covered library board meetings and car collisions, and I, I know how to ask the big, tough questions. And, and to an extent, that's true. I mean, a good reporter is someone who asks questions, is absolutely insatiably curious about everything they run across, or at least has the, the, the professional craft to to actually ask the questions that need to be asked to get the full story, to have the full story to put out there. Now, Nick Coleman, in reporting on Maxfield Elementary School, which, by the way, was a student that one, uh, school that one of my children attended at one point, uh, didn't really get the whole story. He, he got the story he wanted. He was there to advocate for more funding for schools. His, he basically wrote an entire column at this point. This is going back to 2004 now, 2005 perhaps, uh, to say, well, the schools are burning. So, no, they're not burning. They're, they're, people are opting out of them. This was at a time when uh, probably a quarter, between an eighth and a quarter of all parents at St. Paul and Minneapolis public schools opted to go elsewhere, whether it's to charter schools, uh, homeschooling, or even school choice, just driving across the border to Roseville or Woodbury or, or, or St. Louis Park. It's something you can do in Minnesota, uh, despite the DFL's best efforts. And a lot of us parents who were in the thick of the system and actually did ask the serious questions and actually did advocate for positions that differed from Norm uh, Nick Coleman drew his ire in, in a way that was just absolutely, uh, well, predictable because people in the media do, do not like having their authority questioned. They're like little Eric Cartman saying, respect my authority. 
and and Nick was a particularly, again, rest his soul, but Nick Coleman was a particularly egregious example of the sense of entitlement that so many people in the, quote, elite, end quote, media have about themselves and the work they claim to do, the, the work that they should be doing, and the work that all too often they do the convenient half of, the lazy half in some cases, the politically motivated and expedient half in, in many, many other cases. By the way, I, I don't know about you, but listening, especially to national public radio, covering crises around the world and leading almost inevitably with the inconveniences and dangers to journalists is is becoming almost a drinking game. I mean, I usually... If I listen to NPR, it's while I'm driving, so I can't play a drinking game while I'm driving, at least not in Minnesota. Well, okay, can't do it anywhere. But the hottest story coming out of Gaza, according to National Public Radio, is the journalists that have been endangered and in some cases killed. The bloodbath among journalists. And you have to think they're probably doing the same thing about, about every other conflict in the world. Every other conflict is framed in terms of the damage caused to journalists, including right here. I mean, what was Dina Winters in her piece that we talked about last week or the week before? I think it was last week. Her, I'll use the term loosely, review of the fall of Minneapolis. Hey, you can't say the police stood down because some of them shot at journalists. I mean, never mind the fact that that was more proof of the point that there was no plan. And while the police didn't, quote, stand down like it was an episode of 24 come to life, they didn't really have a coherent plan of what to do. And they lashed back, which, by the way, police being human, they do. The the biggest offense that so many in the media seem to have is not that a neighborhood full of immigrants, grocers and restaurateurs and retailers got burned out. That an entire quarter of the city's police were unhoused, that a police precinct got burned, that uh, about a third of the Minneapolis Police Department has left the ranks because of various occupational injuries or just being tired of that environment that policing has in Minneapolis these days, or the economic dislocation it caused to the people of the East Lake Street neighborhood, who, by the way, tend to be poorer and more immigrant and more of color than, say, oh, I don't know, the Star Tribune newsroom, the NPR newsroom. All of that takes a back seat in the factual minivan behind the fact that there were reporters who got arrested or shot with rubber bullets or less lethal rounds or people who called themselves journalists who were seriously injured by police lashing out at, at the at the mobs who had, had had been wrecking the neighborhood. That's the big story to these people. Journalists getting chased, journalists getting discomfited, journalists getting injured, journalists being targeted by the people that they had been targeting and are still targeting in their own way. Hands off the journalists. Hey, we can't. If you don't take care of us, we won't bring you the parts of the news we find convenient. That's the level of entitlement that, that so many of these people seem to have. That's my editorial 
remark, but the the actual facts of the day is the Los Angeles Times, which is habitually one of the most corrupt, activist, agenda-driven, uh, bad offenders in the mainstream media, up there perhaps beyond in its own way, the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN. <sighs> its ownership just took a weed whacker to the, quote, newsroom, end quote. And the other members of the Tin Journalist Badge Club are squirting tears. Mary Louise Kelly, one of the top hacks at National Public Radio News, uh, tweeted, this represents more than 20% of the newsroom. If you care about journalism, local news, national news, international news, every warning light should be blinking red. Mary Louise Kelly, if I care about news, every light is blinking red when you turn your microphone on. Or I should sorry, when a producer or engineer turns your microphone on for you, if you care about journalism. This the Los Angeles Times is the paper that wrote the editorial, the op ed piece saying white drivers are polluting the air that Los Angelenos of color breathe. This is the paper that took Rush Limbaugh for to, to task for using the phrase Barack Obama, the magic Negro, notwithstanding the fact that one of their own columnists had coined, an African-American columnist, had coined the term. Oh, speaking of which, uh, they were the one that ran the, the, the column that said, and I quote, Larry Elder is the black, when he was running for governor of California, Larry Elder, former Salem talk show star, and one of the nicest people he ever meet, Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. You've been warned. So, if you care about journalism, this is the journalism that we're being asked to care about. If you care about journalism, I say, bring a bring bring a blowtorch and a bulldozer to the the fire. It made a couple gallons of gasoline. Mary Louise Kelly, by the way, uh, one of the most absurdly self-centered people in all of media, author of a memoir, which has a period between each word of the title. I mean, just, just this trend-surfing, vapid person. Uh, she should not be judging journalism. She has a long reputation, by the way, as, as a leftist partisan hack, and it shows uh, much more to come, by the way. <sighs> Don't get me started. But since I have started, I will continue. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot, go nowhere. Retired or retiring soon? How much money do you need to live comfortably? Retirement Planners of America is here for you. Would you like to have financial peace of mind? Here's how. Step one, find out the amount of money you'll need to retire. Step two, have a plan to get there. Step three, make sure that plan can take advantage of market gains but protect you from market losses. Discover how to do all three with a free consultation at 800-508-6108. That's 800-508-6108. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse. 
the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mass is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Talking obliquely here about the decline of the Los Angeles Times. And it's really hard. I mean, it's almost an irrelevancy these days, the whole idea of, of talking about the mainstream media, because people have decided. I mean, it's really kind of baked into society, whether you trust the mainstream media or not. People who trust it will carry right along. People who don't will get our news elsewhere or, or just really don't care. Uh, or they tune into the Northern Alliance Radio Network, where, where you actually do get the truth and the fact. It's the areas in between that get kind of interesting. The big news this past week in, in, um, in, in pseudo-mainstream alternative media is John Stewart is returning to The Daily Show. Now, you might say, who cares? And, and you might be right. But John Stewart, it, it's uh, you, you, I've been following some of the palaver in the mainstream media about the return of John Stewart. I mean, John Stewart is, is regarded as something of a of a of a I don't know, something of a prophet. I know, that's not quite the right term. But for a while there. It was commonplace to find millennials who had it in their heads that The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, which at the time was a daily show hosted by Jon Stewart, was actually the news. And Stewart, of course, was pretty upfront about it being a comedy show that riffs on politicians and, to some extent, the media. And 
I'll say this. John Stewart, in his heyday, and let's not forget his heyday was 10 to 20 years ago. He, by the way, took over The Daily Show, which was being produced by, I think it was Elaine Boozler, uh, a justly forgotten comedian who did a terrible job. But it was a terrible, terrible show. John Stewart took it over, brought in uh, new producers, came in, brought in John Stewart, John, along with a bunch of other stars. I mean, John Oliver and, you know, and Stephen Colbert. Ooh, that's not good either. And, uh, and uh, Steve Carell. Okay, we'll, we'll give him Steve Carell. That was a good one. Uh, so two out of three are, in fact, bad. But John Stewart, I guess, he's a creature of the left. Always was, always will be. He, there's, he scratched the surface, he bleeds blue. But he did, in the show's heyday, sometimes take his shots at both sides. In fact, I remember a Republican convention years ago that opened with a bit from John Stewart about why single-payer and Obamacare health care were terrible, stupid, toxic ideas that were doomed to fail. I mean, it, it sounded like, like Ben Shapiro only at normal speed. It could have been a Ben Shapiro episode. And it was brilliant. And a room full of Republicans going, John Stewart? Making sense? Man, my brain is hanging upside down here. But it's true. Occasionally, he would take his shots at both sides, much like the rest of the late-night television lineup at that time, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, would do. I mean, I'm old enough to remember a time when when late-night television, Johnny Carson, David Letterman, would either take their shots at everyone in politics who said something stupid, did something stupid, uh, or, or... avoid politics altogether. But, I mean, Johnny Carson took his shots at Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon shot back. I mean, Richard Nixon hosted Ronan Martin's Laugh-In one night, or he did a pop-in cameo anyway. I mean, there was a time, and if you're over 12 years old, you're old enough to remember it, although you may not have been watching late-night TV. And if you were, I might want to talk with your parents. But point being, it was within this past generation that late-night TV, including Jon Stewart, including The Daily Show, including The Tonight Show, Jay Leno, David Letterman, Johnny Carson, all that came uh, Craig Craig Ferguson, took shots at everyone, equal opportunity shots at everyone. Now, it's been amply documented. During the Obama regime, uh, they backed off. Said, you know, we're not taking shots at Barack Obama. Late-night television was hands-off Barack Obama and had been even more so in Barack Obama's third term. It's all Trump and Republicans all the time. Mitch McConnell, fair shot. Mitt Romney, go to it. George W. Bush, oh, he, George W. Bush has been kind of swinging towards the left in recent years here. But anyone who's a current active Republican, fair game. Tear them apart. And it doesn't have to be factual. It doesn't have to be true. It's humor. It's comedy. And yet, as late-night television has devolved into your John Olivers and your Stephen Colbert's and, and all the rest. I don't even know the rest of them anymore. Jimmy Kimmel has a show, for the love of God. Uh, and it's all, including along with Saturday Night Live for the most part, has all devolved into all Republican bashing, especially Trump bashing, all the time. Now, one of the big questions is, well, there's a bunch of big questions. One of the big questions is, is John Stewart going to, as one columnist asks, is John Stewart going to save democracy with the return to the Daily Show? We'll dispense with that in a moment here. But 
the big question not is will not is is not is will he save democracy? It's will he save the Daily Show? Because after he left the show, he turned the show over to Trevor Noah, who, by the way, perfectly pleasant comedian. I mean, again, left of center. It's during the Obama years, so he he, he wasn't going to touch Obama. He was a, a South African black South African comic and a, and a perfectly good. Co- I, I like his comedy. I mean, his political as politics are utterly predictable and lack any drama that would help make them funny in any way, as opposed to, say, Dave Chappelle, who is very much the opposite. But Trevor Noah, was uh, his, his accession to the hosting of the show was accompanied by a change in writers, and they were not good. They were terrible. The writing just suffered drastically under Trevor Noah. And for this last couple of seasons after Trevor Noah left the show, there's been this revolving cast of guest hosts that have just been dreary and dismal, and the writing has been, well, like the writing of every late-night talk show. In fact, like the writing on every mainstream media attempt at humor and comedy. I I mean, the left has destroyed the notion of comedy on television. Uh, the, the, The Daily Show was a pathetic shadow of its former self. And by the way, the ratings have dropped to a tenth what they were. And I think it's fair to say that the only chance The Daily Show, one of the the few genuine institutions in American late-night political TV, uh, has of being saved is is Jon Stewart bringing back some of his old magic. Now, is he the guy to do it? Is there going to be another young generation of people who are gullible and ill-informed and uncritical enough to think that this is the real news? I mean, John Stewart is 61 years old here right now. If he's going to think he's going to be rounding up a bunch of zeepers who are uh, have their eyes glued to TikTok, it might be a tall lift. And I will bet you, shiny new quarter, that the writing on the new show will not deviate a bit from the pattern on every other mainstream media, political, or late-night, quote, comedy, end quote, outlet from Colbert, from Kimmel, from from... Who's the other guy? I, I can never remember the guy who does the uh, Jimmy Fallon. Thank you very much. Uh, the only reason I remember his name is because from the cast of Band of Brothers, which is one of the weirdest bit of casting that I've ever seen. Anyway, I my fearless predict fearless prediction is the whatever star power John Stewart had outside of the extremely dedicated uh, following that he he developed is is pretty much gone here right now. I mean his. The Daily Show audience has dropped by 90% since he left the show and since the show's heyday. His own audience on uh, Apple TV, the, uh, the, the problem with Jon Stewart, as was the name of his show, had about 40,000 listeners, 40,000 viewers, listeners on Apple TV, which, not to, not to pat myself on the back too hard here, but while I don't believe I have 40,000 listeners every day here on the Northern, every Saturday here on the Northern Alliance, I can see 40,000 from where I'm sitting. It's not completely implausible that we could get somewhere into five digits, somewhere within a, a, a modest fraction of Jon Stewart's audience. In fact, I believe the last time I saw numbers for this show, I had... With this little live local weekend talk show on a 5,000-watt station in the south suburbs of the Twin Cities, 
I had a solid 10% of the audience that Jon Stewart, the biggest name in political comedy, has with a worldwide audience on Apple TV. That's reaching hard to pat myself on the back, myself, Brad, Jack, and King. But it's not wrong. If there is star power in Jon Stewart, it's in a whole bunch of fanboys who have aged out of the hipster bracket coming back to a show that it is likely, I'd say exceedingly likely, does not have the writing power that it once had or the freedom to use any writing power to do anything but pump up the Democrats and and take your broad shots at Republicans. You know, pretty much like The Tonight Show, The Late Show, The Late Late Show, The Later Show, The Later Later Show, and Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on National Public Radio for good measure. Yeah, that used to be a funny show, actually. Peter Sagal, the host, interesting guy, uh, actually had an email interchange with him once upon a time years and years ago. He's an interesting guy. Had a great conversation. And like all late-night TV, the show, which used to be an interesting, fascinating, funny show that had guests on it from all over politics, including P.J. O'Rourke, who's a panelist for many years. I mean, try that on National Public Radio today. Is just as predictable and unbelievably dull-witted as... Late, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, or was it The Later Show with Stephen Colbert, or was it Late Night with Stephen Colbert, or is it Later Later with Stephen Colbert, Later Gator with Stephen Colbert? Is it is it Stephen Colbert's Late Show? Is it is it The Later Show with Stephen Colbert? Is it Jimmy Parnell's Late Show? What what is? I give up. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A, The Patriot. Be right back. <laughs> You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. It takes teamwork to stay safe on Minnesota roads during the winter. You can help. When you see snowplows at work, slow down. Slower speeds can save lives. Don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles. Keep your headlights on to see and be seen. Avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple, heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? 
it is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD, and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit MakeMeAFirefighter.org. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Oh, let's see what's happening with Elephant in the Room. Last Saturday night, we had a fantastic night out at Neeson's in Savage. It kind of goes without saying. Savage, Neeson's in Savage. Fun bar to play. We'll be back there in May. Looking forward to that. Tonight, another one of our favorite bars. We're going to be at Excelsior Brewing in Excelsior. Main Street in Excelsior. One of my favorite microbrews. And that's going to be a lot of fun. We're playing out there tonight from 7.30 to 10.30, I believe. Uh, one of our favorite places to play. We always get a great crowd out there. The weather being what it is, we'll probably get an even better crowd tonight. Hope you can make it. This is one of the bars that, I mean, we love all of our bars. and But this is one of the four where we just consistently have a great time. Neeson's actually, we've had four of our, of our best bars this last three weeks here. I mean, Coon Rapids and Bloomington VFWs two weeks ago. Neeson's last weekend. And, of course, tonight we're back out at Excelsior Brewing. This is going to be a blast. Actually, it's going to be an interesting night. Interesting, perhaps, in the Taoist sense of the term, because Tor, our bass and keyboard player, is is hors de combat. He's he's a bit he's a bit under the weather, so we're going with a fill-in bass player. Maybe two of them tonight. In fact, if you are a bass player within the sound of my voice, what the heck? Bring your axe on down. Perhaps we can squeeze you in for a song or two. It's going to be, we're going to be. I, I like to think it's the kind of last-minute adaptation that brings the best. Out of the band. Hope you can join us at Excelsior Brewing tonight, 7.30 till 10.30. And then we're going to have a week off before two weeks from now when we're going to be, well, uh, actually two weeks from now is going to be a big one. Uh, Holes for Heroes, February 10th, two weeks from today, out at Medicine Lake. There may actually be a lake at Medicine Lake rather than a huge sheet of ice. Uh, it's entirely possible that we're going to be doing this uh, broadcast from the decks of, of a boat or a raft or a diving platform. We don't know. We don't. We might do it from the shore. We might do it from the studio. I have no idea. I mean, do you have an ice fishing contest without ice? Or do you just all line up on the shore and fish away? I no idea. We're going to find out. We'll probably find out when you find out. 
We'll probably, I suspect we will drive out there two weeks from today and, uh, and find out that, uh, exactly what we're going to wind up doing. And then I'm going to be on my way down to Owatonna because we'll be doing our debut gig at the Owatonna Legion two weeks from tonight. So, by the way, the uh, Holster Heroes broadcast, whatever it winds up being, wherever we wind up broadcasting, is brought to you by Camp Bow Wow. If your Bow Wow needs to camp, it's right in their name. I mean, help me help you. Help me help you. No, Camp Bow Wow, great sponsor. Great to have them on board with things here at AM 12A, The Patriot. Love to hear them. Have to find out more about the business here. Check out the website, Camp Bow Wow. 651-289-4488, uh, the number to call. Uh, by the way, I, so many interesting. Today, let's see, I, I need another three hours. By the way, Kelly, NASCAR Kelly, talk at is going to be uh, guest hosting the uh, Jack Tomzak show here today, so she'll be in here shortly. I think uh, she should have, you know, she, she, she's kind of inherited Jack's ability to find where the bodies are buried uh, in Minnesota politics, assuming she's not talking about NASCAR or, or hockey or hockey or NASCAR. No, it'll, I'm sure whatever it is, it's going to be fun. I'm going to be listening to it all the way out to Excelsior tonight. So uh, check out NASCAR Kelly in for Jack Tomzak. Brad Carlson, of course, in tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, today is also Yam HaShoah. It's the uh, it's the observance of the uh, of the Holocaust in the Jewish world, and frankly, the the, the entire part of the world that observes and uh, the the whole imprecation to never forget what happened seventy nine years ago. Uh, right now, actually, it was seventy. It was eight eighty years ago, two thousand four. This date in two thousand in nineteen forty four. So yes, eighty years ago. Uh, Auschwitz was liberated by the Soviets, and uh, they could not believe what they saw. We did not believe what they told us. Uh, the, 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 while the American Jewish Committee had been trying to tell President Roosevelt and Prime Minister Churchill for quite some time what was happening uh, at the complex of camps near Auschwitz in Poland, uh, the, the Roosevelt administration wasn't interested, had other priorities, could not be persuaded until very late in the war to do anything about it, even to the point of bombing the crematoria uh, to prevent the mass murder and extermination of Jews, gypsies, Roma, uh, same thing, I guess, and, and all the other victims of the Nazi regime. It took the physical conquering of the camps in, the, in Poland by the Soviets, and that's where the most of the worst of the camps were, and, of course, many camps in Western Europe conquered by the Americans, the British, the Free French, and so forth, to actually bring the reality of the situation uh, to public view absolutely unmistakably. It was an event that led directly to the founding of the State of Israel and the, um, the let's just say, the firm direction to the State of Israel not to get slaughtered ever again, a aim I, ex- I explicitly support in every way. There are people in our society who don't know the Holocaust happened. Some of the polling out there, say what you will about polls, but some of the polling, if it's anywhere close to accurate, has got to make you just a little bit sick to see. An amazing number of millennials and Generation Zs don't know the Holocaust happened. They don't know what the Holocaust was. Now, it's entirely possible that they have never connected extermination camps with the word Holocaust. That's possible. That's, that's, a, that's a ding on our education system. There are also people out there, and you know them and I know them, who don't believe the Holocaust happened, or it wasn't quite what it is put out there by the media. One of my 
last interviews I did in my first talk show back in the 1980s at the former Evil Talk Empire, now the Irrelevant Sports Talk Station, was with a fellow named Ernst Zündel. He was a Canadian, but he was a native of Germany, as you might have been able to tell by the name, who was a, at the time, you know, 35 years ago, a very prominent Holocaust denier. And I was uh, fortunate, I guess you could say, to get him on the show and be able to argue that with him. And it wasn't much of an argument. He was working a completely untenable thesis. I have been, I was exposed to the story of the Holocaust at far too early of an age. He, he said, oh, yeah, there were people killed in camps, but it was mostly pandemics and starvation, not an intent to erase the Jewish people, notwithstanding the fact that the documentation, the paperwork is there, it, not least of which in Adolf Hitler's writings himself. I mean, I read Mein Kampf in German and English. It's a horrible read, by the way, and everyone should read it just to see what we're up against. And those who are out there, the reconstructionists, the revisionists, the I hate to use the term deniers, but there are those, including people I have once upon a time respected as friends and no longer do, who actively dispute either the facts that the world knows about the Holocaust or the existence of the entire event at all. And for those of us who observe Yom HaShoah, those of us who are aware of of the big slice of the Jewish population that was carved out of the world, 70% of all Jews in Europe, over 90% of all Jews in Ukraine and Poland, uh, it was a real thing. It was the extermination of millions of human beings, more Jews than there are Minnesotans at this point. And uh, the whole idea that never again begins now has never been more important to this planet to the humans on this planet. And so with that in mind, I, I say, read a book, people. Pass the word down to someone who may be wavering in their knowledge. It's essential we do. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Stay tuned for NASCAR Kelly. Hey, it's Michelle Tafoya, and I'm going to share with you a best-kept secret I only recently learned about. Furniture Manor of Osseo, one of the metro area's hidden gems. Furniture Manor is a family-owned furniture store that's been a beloved and trusted fixture in the Osseo community since 1969, and their time-tested reputation is a testament to their craft and commitment to their customers. What makes Furniture Manor special is their huge selection of furniture, from classic to contemporary, from American-made brands like Smith Brothers, Lexington, and Flexsteel. And with hundreds of different fabrics, styles, and finishes, they can help you design a home that reflects your style and personality and their professionals are ready to help you achieve that so if you're looking to create a comfortable and refined living space with the help of experts who genuinely want you to be happy furniture manor of osseo is the metro's best kept secret that you won't want to keep to yourself any longer and furniture manor is easy to find just off highway 169 in osseo stop in today and get in on the secret We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain, 
lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better or your money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.